Welcome to episode 155. You guys, this is going to be a short and sweet nugget to bless you on a Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this episode, because here's the deal. You're spending way too much time in your kitchen. You're making horrible messes that is causing you to not be able to have your kitchen cleaned up by the time you sit down to eat. Then you got to do all the kid things and then you got to come back after your kids are in bed and you sit and you stare at a dirty kitchen that you're not cleaning up and you're leaving it for the next day and you're starting your day with a messy kitchen. Can I get an amen? Thank you. That's what this episode is going to do. Let's dive in and get started with some serious magic for today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me, and this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. If you guys have not listened to episode number eight, the menu board meal planning system, you need to go listen to it because it truly is going to be the starting point to this episode. Really, it's like a game changer for everyone. You need to put it in place. It's like one of the number one systems that I started doing before I started this business and this podcast that really let me know that systems in my home and my motherhood were the ticket to success. So that is one that I really, really think that you should absolutely put into place ASAP like yesterday and prove to yourself that you can stick with it. Now, what happens when you get this menu board in place? You stop taking so much time planning out your meals for the week. But what today's episode is going to do is it's really going to tell you my top five favorite meals, the meals that I put on the menu board over and over and over and over again. The reason why I go to these meals is because they're so simple to put on a plate. I feel good about what I'm feeding my family. It makes substituting what I need to be able to feed myself and some of my dietary needs and restrictions really, really simple. And I don't make a huge mess in my kitchen. And that's something that I've come to learn from a few of the girls that are inside the academy right now that are really trying to work on having their day start every single day with a fresh, clean slate. And this is what we've talked about so many times is you have to have your kitchen completely done. Dishwasher started. If you start your dishwasher every day, I do not. I can load my dishwasher for about three days straight. Um, and then I and then I start it. But you always want to start your dishwasher at night so that you wake up in the in the morning ready to unload it real quick and get going on your day. If you can get your dishwasher started, go do your nighttime routine and then un like with your kiddos, not your personal one, but like end your PM block with 
clean dishes that you and your husband can unload before you go to bed, then you don't have to do it in the morning. But some people like to just turn on their dishwasher and then call it a day. And then in the next morning they get up and they unload it. And that's like their one thing that they do in their AM block, uh, first thing, or maybe like the last thing that you do in your morning routine block. What makes it possible to do that is how you're going about cooking your meals and getting it on the table. And sometimes you've overcomplicated the way that you're cooking so much and what you're cooking so much that you just end up with a kitchen completely in disarray. One thing that I learned from my mom really early on was to clean as you go. And this is very, very easy when you don't have all the ingredients and all of the things, all of the kitchen supplies, right? We talk a lot here inside of Systemize Your Life about simplifying things. And dinner is something that it took me a long time to realize, oh, I don't have to make this complicated. And I really still am, am just now after almost six years of marriage, figuring out that my husband doesn't really care if I don't have literally a three course meal on the table. And that's like, that was my life. That's how I served him. Love, love to love to feed my family, those things. But sometimes like they literally don't care if all they eat is a bowl of spaghetti. And I'm like, oh, well, that was easy. Now I'm not saying that that's where I've landed and I don't want you to land there either. The point is take the pressure off of yourself. Stop trying to cook over-involved meals 24-7. Now, if, if that is what you do for work, if that is what you do because it lights your soul on fire, awesome, amazing. I actually love being in the kitchen and I have a burning desire to cook from scratch as often as I can to make, like I'm about to start making some homemade sourdough bread for my family. I'm going to get some local flour, Like I really want to pour into my, if I could homestead, I 100% would, but I live in like one of the top five biggest metropolitan cities in the country. And so I do little bits of it where I can. Right. And if that means baking bread every once in a while, then I'll be it. Like, that's awesome for you. You're going to figure out where you are on this pendulum. But what I want you to know is if you are going to bed every single night with a dirty kitchen, you need to stop overcomplicating what you're cooking. See if you can get some things prepped before you go into the week, or you can do what I do and you can use these five meals. So here's what we're going to do. I'm actually going to tell you the five meals that I use that make it super, super simple for me to get food on the table. And it's reduced my prep time. And obviously because of that, it's reduced how much cleanup I have. So I'm constantly cleaning as I go when I'm cooking. Now, fair warning, it does make cooking a little bit of an extra hustle, but that's okay because then when I sit down to eat, the only thing that I have left, and sometimes not even this, are pots and pans. Everything else is done. Pots and pans and countertops are the only things that I have to do. My kids get up from eating, they clear their own plate, they put it either in the sink or in the dishwasher, depending on how full the dishwasher is. And then they run off to go get their shower started. And I quickly do the pans, wipe up the countertops, and then I meet them in the bathroom or vice versa. Blaine and I kind of tag team that whenever he's home, but sometimes he's not home and I do it all by myself. So these are the meals that I use to be able to make that possible. Here they go. 
And also, ladies, for those of you that are listening that are inside of the Academy, remember that we have, and if you want inside of the Academy and you want access to this, we have a menu board meal bank in there that is 100% organized by category, by like whatever specific dietary needs you have, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten-free, like allergen-free, family-friendly, like it's all categorized in there. And so you can go in there and you can use that anytime you want. As soon as you become a member inside of the Academy, you have access to that spreadsheet and you can pop in your ideas. You can take other ideas from other people, the whole gamut. It's super awesome. These are my five that I love and I use over and over and over again. Number one are hamburger bowls. So I ditched hamburger buns like three years ago, maybe even more than that. And Blaine and I really have turned almost every meal that we eat into a bowl option. It's such a beautiful thing. The reason that I came to that is because I just don't eat the grains and my kids don't eat the grains. They don't eat the hamburger bun. They just like pull the meat out. And then Blaine, I keep trying to encourage him to fill his belly with more meaningful calories. And if it tastes good, he eats it. He actually eats it regardless. He just is hungry. <laughs> and so when I swapped them out for bowls, he's like, this is awesome. And he totally loves it. So what a hamburger bowl is, is everything that you would have on your plate for a hamburger, just in a bowl. And trust me, sounds weird, but one of my closest friends has a relatively picky husband and he loves these things. Like he loves them. We all got together and I cooked and like he loved them and they have it in their family now. And so I just put French fries in the bottom of my bowl. I home make French fries. I buy them frozen. No, I don't cut my own potatoes. I buy them frozen. I cook them on a cookie sheet in the oven. And while they're cooking, I'm prepping all of my toppings. So I cut my tomatoes. I buy my cheese already shredded. Please let's go there, friends. Um, Onions. I do cut onions and I cut lettuce and I am making ground beef in a caster and skillet. That's all I'm doing. I'm using one cutting board. Everything stays right there on the cutting board, right? So I have a little pile of lettuce. I have a little pile of tomatoes. I have a little pile of onions and I have a little pile of cheese all sitting on the cutting board. That's it. That's, that's all I do. I have one knife. I rinse it between each thing. I use it for every single one of them. Actually, I probably have two knives because I cut, you know, some one knife is serrated. The other one's not right. So that's really all I have. And then whenever the French fries come out, everybody gets a bowl. My kids, if they don't want it in a bowl, they get it on a plate and everything's separated and everybody just builds their bowl out. And we have a paleo ranch dressing. Blaine tried it with ketchup and he's like, oh yeah, this is good. A million times better. One million times better with ranch. And that's all. It's two shakes. Everything's done. I have one dirty pan, one dirty cookie sheet that I can just simply rinse and wipe off, clean off my cutting board and that's it. I'm done. Everyone's served. Oh, and avocado. Sorry, I forgot avocado. We put that on like every meal. That'll be at the end. Okay, number two, orange chicken, white rice, and broccoli. Love it. I get the orange chicken from Trader Joe's. I've actually made orange chicken from home before um, to make it a um, grain-free because obviously when you buy orange chicken from Trader Joe's, it's floured. So I have a really cool chicken strip recipe that I use. And... um, I just get like an orange chicken sauce, although you can make your own orange sauce super easy with just like a little bit of honey and ginger and fresh orange juice. And it's amazing. 
So depending on, again, where you're at on how much you like to cook, you can either go the 100% Trader Joe's route or go to your grocery store and buy a bag of orange chicken, right? It's it's one of those things that I battle with back and forth. It's my favorite meal, you guys. Like, I look forward to it. I literally, we eat it every week. I never get sick of it. I'm obsessed with it. I seriously love it. Um, and you may be like, oh, we can't have all of those things. Okay, well, just what can you have? Can you have chicken that's not breaded? Do your kids want the chicken without the orange sauce? Great. Leave the orange sauce on half theirs. That's what I did for my kids when they were super little. I pulled out four pieces before I put the sauce on. Done. End of story. Like, it's so simple. My rice, I cook it in bulk. So I have it, literally, I cook it in my instant pot and I cook three cups of it. And then we have it left over for lunches the next day. Sometimes I make rice pudding out of it and it's just done in one dinner. And then my broccoli, it all goes in the cast iron. I bought it pre-bought, goes in the cast iron on 400 degrees for about 22 minutes with a liberal amount of salt and coconut oil and comes out tasting like potato chips. All your children will eat it. It's so amazing, so yummy. Um, And again, very, very, very few dishes. It takes me about 15 minutes to put that meal together. Number three is a rotisserie chicken, asparagus, and whatever grain I have on hand. Whatever carbohydrate I have on hand, that's what my kids get. And sometimes I completely skip it all together for me, whether it's the leftover rice that they have again, if it is some kind of pasta that we have, if it's a frozen prepped potato, whether it be like sweet potato fries or it's just a plain potato that I've cooked and I've hand mashed, like literally mashed with my fork and put some butter and salt on it for the kids. It's just some type of carbohydrate. I, I try and go grain free, but that doesn't always happen around here. Sometimes they're like, can I have mac and cheese? And I'm like, okay, I'll make a box of mac and cheese with a side, pull the rotisserie chicken off cook the asparagus, same thing, 400 degrees in my cast iron skillet. I do use olive oil instead of coconut oil for my asparagus because I prefer the taste with salt for about eight to 10 minutes, depending on how thick they are and pull them out. So you don't overcook them done. I have like one pan that I have to wash and it's super straightforward. My next menu card that we have really often, like a lot of the times is good old fashioned spaghetti and meatballs and green beans. I steam green beans every single week of my life. They eat them cold in their lunchbox. They, we have them at dinner warmed up. Sometimes they just want them cold. Sometimes they want them with olive oil and salt. Sometimes I put an everyday seasoning on top of them just to spice them up a little bit. Um, and I buy pre-made meatballs used to make them all the time. No longer do that. Trader Joe's are amazing. Um, cook them whatever way you like them. Right. And then spaghetti takes me two seconds. I love the paleo option um, and the gluten-free option of the the pastas that I buy at Sprouts and Trader Joe's. And sometimes I just go straight up spaghetti squash for me. I'll prep a bunch of it or zucchini spirals. I've been getting them at Costco. They come in individual little nests. It's like a nest of spaghetti or um, zucchini spirals that looks like spaghetti. And I just pop them in a saucepan next to the burner that is cooking the pasta. And so I have mine and they have theirs. Open up a jar of pasta sauce, done. Dinner is set and on the table. It's so simple. (laughs) Like it really, really is so simple. I don't know why or whoever taught me that it needs to be complicated, but I love my life now that I'm doing it this way. And then the fifth one is stuffed sweet potatoes. 
stuff it with anything you want. I'm telling you, I bake sweet potatoes in the oven and sometimes I'll put them in the instant pot if I didn't have my act together and get them in the oven soon enough. It's not my favorite way to have them. I, we love them like dry baked in the oven so much more than we like them in the instant pot. But either way, I cook a bunch of them all at once because then we have leftovers for a few days and that becomes that extra carbohydrate that's grain free that I have to be able to pop in their lunches. Like a cold sweet potato cubed up is one of my kids' favorite things to have in their lunch boxes. Um, and I love to have it on hand too, to just pop on top of some greens, whatever. So we always have sweet potatoes available and I love to put ground turkey in them. I make my own sloppy joe sauce sometimes. I jam pack them with meat and a green, either that broccoli that I just talked about or Brussels sprouts cooked the exact same way. So amazing. Gives it a little bit of crunch, has some meat in it. If you have leftover rotisserie, you can throw it in there. If you have pulled pork, you can throw it in there, put some barbecue sauce on it. Like it's so straightforward and it's the most hearty and healthy meal that it's grain free. It's allergen friendly. Like we absolutely love it. Stuffed sweet potatoes, one of our all time favorites. And at the very end of this episode, those are my five. Those are my top five. Let me know if you like them. Let me know if you use them. Pop your ideas inside of the Facebook group. Share your meals. What's your favorite? I would love to see it. But at the end of this episode, I was going to tell you um, what I do to keep it super healthy for me. But I think I just told you all throughout. But basically, if you are trying to stay in this realm where you're really caring for yourself and you're getting rid of all of the inflammatory foods in your diet, like dairy and grains, soy, all those kinds of things, just kind of go back and listen to this episode and you'll get a really good undertone message of how I prioritize my health, even whenever I'm shoveling out foods to all my other family members at the same time. But basically what I have on hand are just a substitute for my grains, some kind of paleo option, whether it be a potato or just a grain-free pasta. I don't, I love them. I don't buy them often because they're like a kajillion dollars for one serving. So I treat myself to those every once in a while. Um, I always have an avocado. Like we buy avocados every week and I put them with almost every single meal that I mentioned here. They just get a side of avocado on their plate all the time. And so do I. And then I add a mix, a mixed spring greens. I get a big old thing of it at Costco and I put it on my breakfast plate and I put it on my dinner plate with this paleo ranch dressing by primal gourmet, I think is the name of it. I could be wrong there. I don't know the brand of it. Um, but it is absolutely, absolutely the best tasting ranch I've ever had in my life. And it's dairy free. So that's what I do to make it simple to be able to keep up with my own dietary needs and feeding the whole family to where it's not overwhelming me. These menu cards go up on my menu board and I'm in and out of the kitchen in less than an hour. So I hope that you're thinking twice about what you're doing in the kitchen and how much time you're spending there. And really going to give it a, a valid effort to say, hey, I'm going to try and switch up the way I'm cooking. Just see how much time you save. Like for real, see how much time you save. And I'd love to hear all about it. So I have had a lot of fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. I'm going to go rest my voice because as you can tell, I sound um, like a man jumped into my throat over the weekend because <laughs> I had a lot of fun on my trip and um, I just need to rest. I need to rest a lot. So 
while I'm resting, I'll be hanging out with you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.